to the solution, hey. a real estate podcast. This is Jeff Seabach. This is episode 99. 99? Yes, this is the wow, solution. 99, Julie. And our podcast, our guest today, yes, is named Julie. And we're going to talk, we're going to introduce her, her, we're going to introduce her here in a second. But first, I just want to remind everybody that this is the solution podcast where we put the conversation about consumers really at the forefront. And we have, and and we're making a little bit of a shift here, Jeff. Yeah, if we, I don't know if we got any kind of music introduction. Is decision as we were approaching a hundred episodes that we wanted to bring some fresh bloods. We wanted to bring some new spirit into the podcast because it seemed like we were just talking to people that were maybe above the crowd a little bit. Where you know, ownerships and team runners sometimes they can get out of the actual workings and what we're here about is improving the realtor and I think it's no better than to talk to the actually performing agent and so we went to our new rising star series welcome to the solution a real estate podcast hosted by Jeff Seabot and Phil Sexton it's time to put the consumer first in real estate our podcast offers state-of-the-art internet tactics and lead conversion methods. We teach you how to become a better realtor and a more valued resource that your sphere will want to use. This is episode one of our Rising Star series and our premiere, our first, our, our, our welcome to our special guest, Julie Rohr! Okay, to qualify for the Rising Star Series, for those of you that want to come on next and be our next guest, like Julie Rohr, is that you have to have exceeded the prior year production by more than 50%, meaning we're not bringing any chumps here. We don't got one now. I mean, <laughs> Julie's production is up over 100% year over year. So we're gonna, this is why we wanna have the show is to get great guests like you. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, guys. I'm thrilled to be here and I'm honored to be your first guest in this Rising Stars series Thank on you. the solution. Thank yes. you. Thank you. All right. So just to give everybody a, an idea is from mid-17 to mid-18, we had you down at $10.5 million in production. Roughly? Is that about right? Yeah. Okay. And then if we look at the last 12 months, which goes from mid-18 till now, we have you at 21.5. So Woo! more than double. That's pretty close. Yes. Yeah. And Thank you're, you. you're currently at Walt Danley Realty. And one of the things we, that Jeff, you didn't know, I as was Walt, shocked. Yeah, I didn't. This know. is more for local uh, local listeners. You know that Walt Danley. You thought Walt Danley was only his team. Well, it's the evolution of the new team. If you look at like Mark Spain in Georgia, or you look at Joanne Calloway in Scottsdale, Arizona, mostly their team, their brokerages, is a team, and that it's everybody's under that. And I think this is the new model of, as you know, I think it's because. As a brokerage, you need more agents to be more profitable. And but so Walt's added, you called it independent agents. Well, it's it's yes, I am I am an independent agent with Walt Danley Realty. Um, so historically, Walt had a team of agents that worked under him, and as he was trying to grow that brokerage, he wanted to attract. Uh, my understanding is he wanted to attract. Uh, m more independent agents and he called me uh, I guess it was January of 2017 
And I was, of course, thrilled to get a phone call from Walt Daly. Of course. I didn't think he... I mean, legendary Walt <laughs> Daly giving you a call. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awe-striking. I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and again, this is more for the people who aren't, for the agents who aren't in our backyard here. Walt Danley's name around luxury real estate has been... Like well, he was with, well, he was with Cobble Banker. He was the was he the number one agent at Cobble Banker at one time. In I the, mean, well, in the world, in the right? World. Like, like I mean, yeah. Big dog. Big dog. Yes. Big dog. And right? he went and he opened yeah. up his own shop. I don't know right. since I've been here. Maybe the last what seven years? Like ten years uh, ago? When was it, it? I think it's probably closer to ten, and I'm not quite sure on yeah. that. Yeah, nine, ten. He opened yeah. his own shop. Yeah. He cool. was rookie of the year at Coldwell Banker. I know his first year, and I mean, just you know, he he yeah. legendary, I, 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 locally I, I, legendary, iconic, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. awesome. And so when he calls good. you, right, it's a big deal. Yeah, at nine o'clock on a Sunday evening, you know. <laughs> Wow. It's like, um, hey, Julie, what right, you doing? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I'm... I'm well, because you had met him before, because you had been in the space, stuff like that, right? Yeah, but and, you don't think someone like Walt remembers you. Right, you know, he, yeah. He meets so many people. He's so revered. Uh, he's got such a great reputation, and, uh, and he wanted to talk to me. And I was, of course, with another brokerage. Uh, I... I I wasn't actively looking to to move, but I wasn't actually real satisfied where I was either. So, and this just happened. Well, I think that that happens yeah, is, is that, and out. we had talked a little in the pre-show about this, is that as an agent, sometimes you can just hang out at a place. Phil called it home, right? As your brokerage, it's just kind of where you are until you found something that intrigued you and right so you made the move and congratulations yeah. to you thank you yeah. thank you and thank i mean to to tie into the conversation we had pre-show i don't know so currently do you have did, did walt become a mentor for you or do you have mentorship where do you turn for that right well and we were visiting of course beforehand about this um i went through the first i guess six years of being in this business without a mentor because uh, you were, didn't really value it I wasn't probably aware enough about it, and I think uh, I entered this business uh, just, you know, people kept saying, you've just got to jump in. I, I, I wanted to be very careful and organized and make sure I didn't make mistakes, and uh, it, this business, in my opinion, does not allow you to do that. You really, you know, when you get that first listing and you get that first contract, there is not time for you to be running into a corner and hiding and, and you know, being afraid. You, yes. You've really got to right. yep. perform. I agree. And hope to God you did it right. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, I, I, you know, kind of muddled through. For about six see. years, you yeah, said. Yeah, and then uh, I, I really, I had read some really good articles about mentorship. I had talked with some people who had been very successful in, the, in their careers, and Oftentimes, it would just kept coming back to me, you know, oh, my mentor once told me this. And off, a lot of these people were granted retired, but they would refer back to that special mentor in their life, in their business world. Awesome. And I was becoming more and more aware that this was a piece of my business that was missing. Yeah, you know, I think that it's very underestimated in the impact. I think, I mean, I listened to Gary Vee in it and how he talks about that people should go out and work underneath somebody and you know, I mean that have done it extremely well just for learning the there's just a lot of especially real estate 
I just think there's a lot of in buying and selling, and there's just so many things to cover that you the the, the pieces that you can pick up through mentorship are amazing. Yeah, and I, I and so you know here's this guru that calls me, and I'm having that thought in my head. So to kind of capsulize that process, I ended up. Uh, getting assurances from Walt that he would be a mentor for me uh, and and uh, you know agreeing to to join his brokerage as an independent agent um, I realized probably at that four-year point that I was starting to get more listing appointments prior to moving to Walt Danley uh, Realty and I was I was not getting all of those listings yeah it's weird right? huh well I have <laughs> Well, you, I you, I, well, I mean, leave. we, we you leave thinking I totally yeah, won. I won. I won. I knew. I yeah. nailed it. I did. It was perfect. And then the call comes in, and you're like, well, "What happened?" I was competing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I tease because um, sometimes we speak around the valley and stuff like that, and agents um, that. Let's say, all right, so the average sales price in Phoenix is just under 300000 and your average is probably four times that. So even though you may not, I mean, we see you as a luxury agent. Yes. Um, right. I know that you said you just like all the people, but, you know, um, the reality is is that the luxury space is, wh is where I think the best of the best go to because you make more per transaction sure. and you realize this when you go to try and list luxury listings and you're not prepared because you get your butt kicked right <laughs> very very competitive yes and i also think there's a lot more agents that can do it on a part-time basis that are um high quality agents that don't do a ton of transactions but they work on these deep relationships yes. so you can meet you can be in a where you where there was three people referred in and they're all high quality realtors tough yeah, yeah it's a tough space absolutely and um yeah i mean for 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 certain at at any level of of home sale i think we're in, in an extremely competitive business um and you you have to get very You've got to get very thick-skinned, or you know, you'll you'll just it'll just destroy you. Your best friend will say, "I love you, but I'm not going to list my house with you," you know. And and um, I just or you can take the listings, but they just won't sell because they're overpriced. Because you realize the only <laughs> thing you had to do to win was tell them the highest number, but unfortunately, yeah. that doesn't actually sell houses. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but Walt, for me, um, just he, I think of of he has has so many great talents that he's he's developed over the years and some of those you know didn't even need developing he was very natural at certain things but I knew I, I needed to bounce things off of someone when it came to those listing appointments um, I knew you know it, it, I knew intellectually that you just cannot possibly get every listing that you go out on an appointment for yeah but I, I had been disappointed in some and uh, one of the things that that he taught me that started working really well uh, and toward my success was, you know, really, truly that fine art of just listening. I, mean, I think we are, we go to these listing appointments and, yeah. and we're there to impress and it's instinctive to want to talk a lot. We're probably a little bit nervous, but uh, Walt 
Walt was great at imparting that wisdom of, you know what, people really want to talk about their home. Yeah, it's amazing, don't they? Learn about, and, and if we just and their listen story. more. Yeah. 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 Yes. And so, what they want. Right. Yeah. right. It is all about them. And even, I, even, yeah. even outside of a listing appointment, just when we're talking to people that inquire off the web, and you call mm-hmm. them and you get them on the phone and you ask them a couple of like, so what are your plans? Mm-hmm. The next 10 seconds, if you cannot say anything and just let them start to develop their story to you, it just changes the co- it changes the conversation. But it's really hard because, I mean, we joke about it. Jeff, you started in a call center, right? Yeah. And what was the magic button for you? The mute button. The mute button. <laughs> <laughs> well, because as a young salesperson, that's what it is. is you want to you, you feel that the only way that you're going to win is if you talk a lot. Right. Right? And if you tell them and you got to point out everything... And uh, the first time it happened to my one of my mentors, uh, he just slowly reached over. I was talking, and he just hit mute. And then I realized that I was still talking, and the other guy just started like would not shut up and went on for like 15 minutes. And he's like, "See how easy that was." And then from that point on, I was like, <laughs> "I knew that I should. I needed to stop talking." You gotta you listen. Now. Yes, listen. Right. Great point. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting with mentorship, uh, never really knowing what, what pieces of advice are going to stick until five years later, six years later, you're right. like, oh my gosh, yeah. like the time Jeff said this. Because I view, I mean, we are business partners, but there's a lot of mentorship that happens here as well, right? right? And, right. Both uh, yeah. and, you know, when you're at home, I can no longer start, or if I'm in an, any kind of discussion with my, my, my wife, and I said, well, you know what Jeff says. <laughs> It never goes over that, well. That gets get you very far. That doesn't get you very far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, recant and rephrase. Yeah, yes. But um, I applaud your your ability to recognize that you needed some change and to make the change. Okay, but that and can't be the, the only st- No, that's okay, not. But right. I'm setting her up because okay, I think that she comes from... Uh, I know your mother's still in the business and you told me a story that like clearly your mother is still changing because now she's communicating with you on... Twitter? Did I hear? (laughs) I do think, uh, you know, that old song that uh, uh, you'd rather burn out than rust out. And and I think that has always been my mother's, uh, without using those quotes, she is 91. Sorry, Mom. Uh, But it's out there now. And she still is practicing real estate in the state of Minnesota. And she was doing real estate when you got into the business. Yes. Right? Yes. I didn't see. We didn't even know that like, this is the beautiful thing about this. Because if I would have picked the first person for the rising star, it would have been someone that, you know, came into real estate because of a family lineage, right? Much like oh. my host Phil Sexton, oh, and then yeah. change it to become your own. So, yeah. uh, kudos yeah. to you. It, well, you know, it's it's. I think. Uh, We've had in our brokerage some some conversations about really what does make a a great person to recruit in the business and someone who's really going to fly high. And it's, it's, I mean, you guys are recruiting agents, right? I mean, often. (laughs) And and it's, uh, uh, I've mentored, I've too tried to mentor some some people that have come in. And I think what we all tend to not recognize enough in our industry is those soft skills that that are really hard to teach and people either have them or they don't. All right. I love this she conversation. She used a big word there. She said soft, soft skills. skills. Oh, no. I love we this gotta go deeper. You, all right, I'll let you go. Okay, go. so um, 
totally agree. There are... I did not know what I was getting into. Yeah. 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 No, this is it. Well, we, we want it to be a little different. This is what we were hoping right. for. I love the soft we, skill. We jump on all kinds of things. You're never yeah. really sure which it's going to be, but right. the soft You're skills. pillows. There, yeah, I do need, I need pillows. There's agents that, like, they're very good at selling themselves to us. Yeah. When they're trying to get recruited. Right? Right? Like they can interview spectacularly. They can test spectacular results like all this. And then when you get down to it, you don't know. Like I've come to the realization that I don't care who it is I'm sitting across from. If they've got, they're just selling me on their, on how good of a job they're doing because they're either new in the business or they had some reason why they didn't do a bunch of business the year before. Like they, I can't tell. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell until it turns into the work day mm-hmm. and it turns into the work week and it turns into the last four weeks and what they have done on whether or not they're going to perform or not. So now I'm sitting in these interviews like, I, dude, I've, I've wanted to turn away people that we ended up hiring and they've been rock stars. And then I've wanted to think that I'm going to have these rock stars sitting across the table from us where we're just going to say yes and they're going to sell everything and they don't do anything. Right. It's tough. I'm interested right. in your what take do you on see? it. Do, yeah. you, do you recruit? Like, how come you're in the recruiting conversation? I, how come I'm in the recruiting conversation? Um, I think when you're in this business and you're really in it and you're doing it full time and you're living it, breathing it, and you want to be successful, uh, you 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 have to notice all aspects of the business. And so I'm around people who are recruiting. I have uh, I have been in the position of, of having to help someone who wants my help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, an attraction. Attraction, you know, attracts people. I mean, success attracts people, and and so I feel very strongly that it's my duty to give back and try and help someone else who's trying to grow their business. And so it's not like recruiting them to my team; it's just trying to help them out. And I've yeah. become very aware that you you cannot teach certain skills. People either have them. Or they don't, and if they don't have them, it's your responsibility to tell them they don't have them, and they need to work on them, <laughs> or they need to find something else to do. Because I think where we sit, when you get successful in this industry, people think, "Wow, you know, you can make a ton of money, and and it's so easy." And you have to be able to check your ego at the door. You have to be able to, um, you know. <laughs> I, I'm waiting. What I, was that? No, no. Okay. Ego at the door. What I thought else? you were doing the. Closed captioning or something. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I was just. He's um, counting. I was what? trying to keep. I was. I still want to talk, even the though there's no mute button. I was just how do people, trying to follow. Yeah. yeah. The soft skills are how do people perceive what you say and what you do, or what you don't say and what you don't do. Um, do when you enter someone's home and it's a brand new home and you know you're there to talk to them about listing it. Do you do those things? that a polite guest might do in their home. There's a brand new wood floor. Would you like me to remove my shoes? It's awareness, it's, it's trying to build that connection with them that you care about them, you care about this asset. Uh, you know, keep professional, but, but these types of things. Um, I think it'd be great for if you guys are recruiting, you have a test. Okay. I'm all ears right and now. And it's a text test. Oh. And so you're oh, going to send... Be, no, the Asians aren't good at this one. Oh, come on now. <laughs> no, 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 no,
I'm your I'm, I'm, take I'm your seller. I'm your seller client. You know, I've already listed my home with you, but I live up in uh, uh, New Jersey, you know, and you've got my home listed, and I'm coming into town, um, and I arrive at the home. Okay. Now I send you this text message as my agent. Um, and the text message is, "Gosh, was somebody in the house? I arrived here, and this one door was unlocked." Uh, uh, you know. Um, and that's the text message. Now mm -hmm. you say to these recruits, how are you going to answer that? You're texting back. <laughs> I love wow. it. What's the next question? No, I want to know. Uh, like, so have you done, have you done this? No, no. She's describing what that's. No, I know. That, I'm uh, just curious uh, what kind yeah. of, what types of, you get all types of responses from that then. The person who responds and says, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Didn't make the team. They're, 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 they're what we call not okay. of Walt Danley Realty caliber. But. You do not, you want this person to say, gosh, I don't know of anything, uh, but but please tell me what happened or where did you see this? And I'm, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I, I wanna, I'm gonna call you right away to discuss this, right? right. Show care, show concern, show the, the empathy, show that you are concerned about what happened at that asset as much as they are. Yeah, okay. I love it. Yeah. I like no, I do you have any more I mean, questions? That, I like, yeah, what else? Yeah, how else can we get better at interviewing? Well, uh, <laughs> I just love the style of the, yeah. I do a listing class for people on our team. And yeah, it's funny because I always look for, that is brilliant. I'm, I'm very but excited to try it. You guys invited me here because I've been successful. And I am, I, I, I mean, yes, there's been some element of luck. Uh, but it's been a lot of hard work. It's been a lot of networking, and it's it's a commitment to um, to want to. Actually, it's not so much a commitment to want to succeed and succeed big. Yes, it is. It's a commitment <laughs> to to want to get whether I'm working with a buyer or a seller. I want to get them where they want to be. Yeah. I want to sell Focused my house. On the I end. want to get you there, and then that breeds. More well, I mean, that's yeah. a Gary Vee thing as well. It's if you really just try to help people versus yeah. try to sit, buy and sell houses, it's magical how your business takes off. It's yeah. what it's been for me is I'm usually just like, what's our goal here? What are we trying to do? Do you want my opinion or do you want me just to help you? Right. <laughs> right? Like, right. So then I'm going to play, I'm going to play, I'm going to sure flip this the, a little bit. Okay. All right. And I'm going to say from 2017 to 2018, you wanted to help people get where they wanted to go uh -huh. just as much as you did from 18 to 19. Right. But you did twice as much business the second year. Yeah. So there's some, uh, there's something else there. Is it like, can you, can you See, pinpoint it or is it? Well, sir, and I back up. I mean, yes. Do I like economic success? Absolutely. But we are human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In business. Well, no, because either you want the personal success, the admiration, or the money. I mean, it's just no, one of the big three. I yeah. mean, there's lots of different human but, things. Like, there's people right. that just give back, and they're not about it. But we're in business. Right. No, we're entrepreneurs. No, I, we're here to. I like money, people. Yes. Right, right, yes. Right, right, right. Uh, so, what are some other things that you've done over the last year? Like, why do you think your business? How come you're the on the rising star trajectory right now. Well, I think I'll go back in part to those soft skills. We like that term now, right? Soft skills, yeah. and it is a it is a buzz term today of of having those skills where people like you, they like to doing business with you, they're going to refer you. Um, but I think also for me, uh, one of the things I learned after the first two years of throwing all the money that I had 
at marketing and you know I'll throw this well, at that and see what works. Yeah, yeah. Was was to realize that you know you're actually in this to make money. You can't just throw all your money away. That uh, I started really working hard on a very clean, good database. And um, so what is it in? What's the database? Well, the actual I, I just, software. Um, I use Constant Contact. Awesome, good job. Yeah. All right, so do you put people in there, do you put all people in there, or do you have a, or, or some people say like they like to have a clean database where it's a number like 50 or 150 or 250? Oh, no, just, yeah. How many people are in your database? Uh, well, it, I, I have it segmented, you know, so um, um, I guess all in, there are probably, wow, 3,000? That's a good number. That's a very good number. Great. I'm yeah. impressed. Okay, so what did you do with your database, particularly though in the action items? Because that was one of my questions: was do you get most of your business from your database, or do you do, you know, a particular marketing method? Do you think it just comes from um, your database? Well, I think the most success I have ever had came off of seventy-one dollars a month spent on constant contact. Oh my gosh, I love it. And how did we have? How, did, how is she our first rising star? And she's talking about email communication with her database. This is why we're. This, this is why the series is going to work. I love this. I started with constant contact. Do you even know that? No, eye contact. Eye contact. But Stacy, actually, Stacy Germanic, I put her on constant contact because she's like, "Do you care? I like constant contact more than eye contact." I'm like, "Use it. Yeah. Use the one that you yes. like, right? Because right. we use Mailchimp now. Same thing. But go yeah. ahead. Well, Mailchimp was like. Okay, but that's just the vehicle. Yeah. Right. The vehicle doesn't drive it. Itself. No, so what? No. Tell us what. Well, every drive, time. The, drive the vehicle for <laughs> yeah. us. Uh, you know, I I really I did try to sign up for a couple of local constant contact classes, and then I'd get busy and have to like cancel and whatever. Did you, let me please so say I you took them on, on the my, web. <laughs> I did I did it. Um, you should have seen me. I oh, was you're trying self educated. To, I self educated. Oh, um, and it was yeah. You know, the first one that went out. I mean, like total probably looked like a five-year-old. Okay, so was together. it? To, was, did yes. you send it to a hundred people at first, or you just said the email? Oh, know, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and I got yeah. the emails, man. Who you know? Who are you? Oh, Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I call that rule of eight, and yes. I have to give you a high five. You get a lot of props oh, around here. Oh, good for falling. Like forward. if you wanted to yeah. get us, was you, a total you, ask for forgiveness. Oh. Yes. And how human does that look, though? When they because yeah, right. a lot of people what have struggled with that rate? same Do you know? thing. Oh. What? What was the Oh well, the open now. I mean, yeah, it's pretty scrubbed now, and yeah. I mean, my open rate is. Um, uh, like 39 percent yeah that's great that's excellent yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're and, email marketers did you know that mm, yeah okay sure. all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a salesperson yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go away. Yep. Yes, I would say though you know what your name your name and I mean because it is the Jeff C. Yeah. team I mean your name is very very well known in our community Thank really you. is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and respected. That. Well, there thank you, go, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Seabock. Very well, well done. You're making me blush. Aww. No, no, he can't see it on the podcast, but I hold it. Uh huh. Thank you. Yeah. Reputation. Yeah. You know what? This is a small town. Yes. Even though it's a big city, it is a small town, and reputation yeah. still matters. And we, we run the business knowing that. Because yeah. there's way too many people that talk about everything you do 
doesn't matter if you do a good, bad, ugly, or what. It, the words spread, right? I, and, I mean, we could talk about names where I could mention three names and I know what the reaction to your face would be because right. this community is so small well, that you're, you you got to be careful with it, what you do. I want to just, only because I was trying to get a couple nuggets. Right, so nuggies. back to the database. Any, do, do, you, do you use any video in your email I'm, marketing? I'm starting to, well, not in my email. I, wait, back up. I am starting to do a lot more video on my listings, and then and then doing. Uh, I'll use. Can I can I give a shout out to yep. Hub Media? Hub Media. Sure. Yep. Stephen Garner. Stephen Garner. Yep. Yeah. And um, his team, and they do a great job. And then they'll create, you know, like a, a one minute version of that or fifty second version of that, which I I do put on Instagram. Right. And on Facebook, and try to. How many so, Instagram followers do you have? I don't know, not enough. I don't know the number. Roughly, um, are you in the 500, 1,000, 1,500, 4,000, 8,000, 10,000? What range? Right now? What? No, just she's in the, the not cup. care number. Jack. Okay, she's in the not care number. Probably 500. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. roughly, well, because we're techie people, so what about like Facebook friends? Are you big on Facebook? Yeah, I, well, yeah, but you know, those are my people of my era. I mean, the people that are watching Facebook are over 50. Yeah, but people that are reading your email are over 52. I would say people that are buying your listings are over 52. I would say everybody in the world's over 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Depending on the circle, I have everybody to be over 50. And, and we've all determined that as far as you know, marketing companies, we have all become irrelevant. They don't care about us. Oh, wow. I, but here's what I wow. think, though, is I, I reach a lot of uh, my... Uh, well, I like to call them empty nester clients through, mm -hmm. they watch Instagram, they watch Facebook, they and they read email, so this is still... Yeah. And they read their mail, and, and they that's read how their we mail. communicate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know what, they even text. Yeah. It is interesting, though, with with the constant contact, and I've told cl clients, you know, when you're new listing, okay, are you going to do video, are you going to do this, you know, and I'll tell them. You know, yes, yes, we'll do all of that. Because you never know, right, where that buyer's going to come from. But uh, I, I do tell them that, that this little vehicle, this little constant contact uh, email thing is, is really something that has worked so well for me. In fact, yes. my husband, who's an avid golfer, will go up to Whisper Rock mm -hmm. and, you know, he'll see, so, oh, Roar, Roar, are you, you married to Julie Roar? Yeah, I get, I get, her, I get her emails. Awesome. Yes. All right, so do you have realtors in that database? Um, I, I have luxury home tour Yes, members. Right. members. Yes, and so for a new listing or an upcoming listing, yeah, I definitely use. Awesome. That. She used different segments. Okay, when, so when we talk about databases in some of the different series, am I in your database? Oh, that's it. You are now. Let's be real. Did we yeah. book, we booked this through? I think Facebook Messenger. Did we not? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. You well, Facebook Messengered me. Well, yeah. but more importantly, you answered, right? And, and you and you're over the age of thirty. And, <laughs> you're, and most it's a different app than Facebook. So like. But you know. What? I knew who you were. Right. You know, Ooh, if it was signed, right. I mean, really, well, your name recognition. Well, yes, I have uh, this thing in marketing for real estate, and that's uh, marketing is not a one-time event. Yeah. And that most people that do marketing is they they don't realize that if you do one farm piece, if you do one Facebook, you know, if you do one Instagram. That it's funny because I think the world's become so self-absorbed that they're so fearful in putting one thing out there when they really need to be putting 50. I just had an agent today said, say to me, I sent him that video that you helped me with. 
and he didn't respond. I go, well, which one did you send him next? Mm -hmm. well, I, I didn't. Repetition. Oh, yeah. Come on. You can't just do one and done. Like, amount of energy and effort you put into that one perfect piece. Right. And then you don't follow back up to see if he even got it to say something else to make sure that right. he so, knows you're not going away. Right. That's yeah. a big part of this I game. I mean, right. this is a shameless plug, but I'm writing a book called Rule of Eight because what it is is about getting out the door. Why I loved your story about email marketing is because now you're doing it and doing it and doing it. And it's the mass accumulation of lots of things that you get lucky yeah. that that one worked because you sent 44 before it, right? <laughs> and you right. built rapport but the same thing why you're here is because I've built right. rapport with you over the years we've done deals together we've done stuff together and now when I reach out to you you're like oh I know that name right right it's right. the familiarity that helps uh, breed success so yeah. what, what else though is it just email marketing 71 bucks mm. I mean what else do you got in that marketing budget well, I, I, I think that um, you know I've tried to to grow my business by using I mean you know they say when you're starting out you know you've got to draw on your friends and your contacts and so forth and and then it mine has you grown. drew on them crayons or we had erasable markers over there oh my god <laughs> this is what this business does to you <laughs> so you're uh, right though sorry continue on continue on well you know i think being able to be honest with people and say look um I, I bet that at one time in your life, I mean, you were so successful that there was someone who, who took a chance on you, who was willing to put a little air under your wings when you were trying to grow. Oh. And, 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 you know, oftentimes this will conjure up some, right? Because Positive emotions. Are you talking about messaging yeah. through email marketing or are you just talking no, about I when you're meeting? No, you know, see, I miss the same This is getting going when you're drawing on your okay. success. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of my my luxury home clients, buyers and sellers, are oftentimes uh, entrepreneurs. You know, they created something, they started some company, and and nine times out of ten, there was someone in their background who took a chance on them. Uh, and, and so I've turned so that around. Play, well, I think it's your confidence too, because to me, I want to know what the story. Hold on, um, let's finish. Let her finish the story. So. Well, I used that actually in my 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 first ever listing. My first listing was a a two point eight million a dollar listing, <laughs> and, uh, and I did, she laughs. I, <laughs> I crushed it. <laughs> yeah, You're all done. Yeah. Well, my I, listing was one hundred and fifty thousand. So yeah, my but, first but, listing. <laughs> so so this was a home it wasn't in as a funny. Okay. Well, this was a, a home in Estancia that had been on the market and and then had been in a, a long time and had come off the market. That happened in North Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, I asked someone who knew the seller if they would put a word in for me. And honestly, I, I was as green as they come. But I wanted this listing. I really did. I, I can do this. Yeah. So, you know, and you had a friend you of a friend's a ear. A little bit of naivety and a little bit of confidence goes a long way. So I had conversations with this guy. He was a principal at um, uh, Coke Industries. In uh, C O uh, K O C H Coke. Yeah. They own yeah. seven houses in Estancia. Yeah. Oh, well, well, hopefully you're going to get the rest of them. <laughs> well, so, so I... 
I had talked with this guy and his wife, wonderfully pleasant people, and, and that's when I used that, that message. I said, you know, I'm just looking for somebody to take a chance on me. I won't let you down. Nobody will work harder. I bet there was someone at some point in your career that, Love that. put a little air oh. under your wings and made them, I think, in hindsight, I didn't see this at the time, but feel like they were part of a, a team yes. that was going to try something, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you're and pulling on my heartstrings now. I yeah, love it. See? Yeah. Well, you yeah. lost your home. Uh huh. He couldn't sell it. Yeah. <laughs> I had it under contract, okay? We finished the floors now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It is very hard to sell your own home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's another story. Um, so I got the listing. I had him. I asked him very politely to change a few things because the home was, they were not living in it. They were not spending any time there, and it needed, I mean, this is on a $2.8 million home we were talking like about, $23,000 worth of work, which thankfully he was yeah. willing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was at Coldwell Banker and I was, God bless Malcolm McEwen. Jumping, jumping up and down. Malcolm <laughs> agreed to put it on the cover of The View magazine. Oh. And uh, this, this couple picked it up at AJ's. They called me my first, in what 30s. Year is this? 60, A magazine, no, you're telling we me went from, sold the house? Hold on, this is what year was this? Uh, 2012. And I represented both sides. High five. <laughs> I got it done. <laughs> she double-sided it. Her first listing. Yeah, at first two eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. And, and was, I was hooked. And that's when I knew this was the career for me. Yeah. It was. It was. I was yeah. hooked. Yeah. But I also have a very addictive Well, six-figure so. six, yeah. six commission checks can make it very addictive. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom's in the business, and your dad was a builder, so it's not like and you've no, been around the business. No, I that she could do it. For but a I, long I time. think I heard that I love that I was reading, I don't know if it's the tea leaves, I don't know if that's the right... Uh, analogy, but you got better at converting, is what it sounded like. Your recent success, meaning because yeah. she had built and built, and you had opportunity, and you're building this database. But because to me, what I heard is you know that the people that you know know other agents as well, and you needed to find a way to get to win. And now, and you've learned how to win, which has is that would you would you agree with that? Yes. I, I, I think you've said that very well, Jeff. I think also the change from 1718 to 1819 success was for me maturing enough, you know, like I come from Minnesota, the old slogan, Minnesota nice is true. And it was very hard for me they to- They say it about Canadians as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something about the cold weather, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think having the maturity, growing with the maturity to to be able to say to a seller that I'm representing, uh, you know, have those conversations that we are way off on list price, uh, that that it's okay to, you know. Well, that's an I personally, I mean, I list a few houses, and yeah, I, you I, do. I, I believe that that is the most important skill to listing more houses is your ability to articulate to a seller what the value it needs to be at to sell and get them to agree with you and to come to that you know I mean because right. um right. yeah yeah good i like it um yeah and I, and it's for me anyway that was a difficult 
Well, you work in a luxury uh, space, and the yeah. thing is, is so you're uh, overcoming objections, really, right? You're you're yeah. working to better guide them to where you know they want right. to be, which is sold. Right. But they want to they be think... there too, which is the weird part about it, right? Yeah. They're like, I really want to sell. Right. I like to. I think that um, when you work with in the luxury space, though, don't those people that you work with all like don't they remove emotion from the transaction because they're such successful business owners? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> not does not compute. And, um, you know, even Walt Danley's wonderful line that in, in, you know, I, I went on some listing appointments with him where he, he came along with me. We were partnering up on a couple things. And it, I, his great line that I love is, you know, the seller. And again, remember, Walt taught me to sit back and listen. Well, I want a net, you know. I, I want a net after commissions, uh, uh, 300000 and I'm not going to offer, and I want this, and I want that, and I want this. And Walt would sit there, and then the seller would look at Walt, and he'd say, and I want a pony. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Walt Danley. That's a little different, right? But, yes. but this is the level of maturity that you're talking about, where but, but, he can say that because he's been in the business long enough to but, you know, get away with those lines. One doesn't have to say, I would like a pony. I mean, mm -hmm. I said to a couple, you know. Hey, you found your own way with it. I, yeah. I said, but it's you know, still the understanding. I would like that winning Powerball number. You know, what you want and what I want in this conversation is not achievable. And, and I've had to get to the point where I was okay with losing you know, a listing. Wow, that's Walt's and, advantage and my advantage yeah. is, is when you, the, the challenge for our listeners out there is sometimes it's your only listing appointment this month. Right. Or the only one this week where right. when you're having 20 or 30 a month, you right. can be more daredevilish. You can try things. Right. And the, but that, uh, that does give you an edge because you're not as fearful of losing. Well, I, 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 is, I don't have that many listings. No, but I love that you were risky and willing and I love your uh, wantingness to learn is very, very just magnetic about her. Well, no, because it was like, no, but wanting to succeed, wanting to figure it out, wanting to become a professional. Love it. I think, well, I, you I can think feel if it. you can think you not... you're done learning at any age, you, you know, yep. you probably are done learning. You've got to be open. I And, um... and I love observing but what my Jeff but, is doing successfully, or you, or or you know. But one of my favorite mentors of all time is a gentleman, Jim Rohn, and he said, you know, education is worthless without action. Because it's because it, but what you're doing is you're you learned it and then you implemented it. When you did is you you tried Mailchimp and you tried the different listing strategies and then you won more. Yeah, so, you just yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ow. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Just kidding. All right, um, we're going on. So a couple. I, I liked another line that you. It's funny as real estate agents in the same in a somewhat same marketplace, right? Here we right. work in the same city. You uh, say things that are the exact same thing that we say, just with different words. Hmm. And one that I loved was about the magic fairy dust. <laughs> that, is, that is sprinkled. Oh, that, oh, 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 you tell us about the Mary Fairy. Where, where, where is oh, the sprinkles? Oh, so I, you beautiful. know, I, I think that was born out of frustration because I come from Minnesota, right? A lot of two-story homes, three-story, frankly. You've got the basements and main levels, upper levels, very, very common in the architecture there, and and not uncommon in Scottsdale and Paradise Especially Valley, especially on hills. Yes, right? You know, uh, exactly, hillside homes. And I, I guess I was just getting so frustrated with 
showing properties and buyers coming in and it, we're gonna hike pinnacle peak every day uh we're gonna hike <laughs> we're laughing because we're with you because it's yeah, good I, I just want to let you finish and i do not want steps in that house that i buy yeah and it's and there's so many great homes that and if you want but i want views i want those mm. sunset beautiful views mm -hmm. and the mountain city light yes i want all of that but no steps and close to the hiking trails yeah <laughs> no, no so, steps so my solution to this was i was going to hire an actuarial to do up tables that would show you know what your risk was on the hiking trail and the biking trail versus the steps in <laughs> your home and um and it is it, it, well it, to know, me yeah. the one of the i mean i got so much rhetoric on this one like if you like i got books on this if we if you ever want to go to lunch we can talk about it no, but i um, want to go to lunch just to see you but the um what happened to me in speaking of real estate was that people started living longer yeah okay and as you see your friends live into their 80s your mom's 91 is there more what it is is the average person is living in their house longer, right? So now the average person is in their house 10 years, where it used to be five years, 10 years ago. So now they're predicting that they're gonna be in their next house for 15 years, and it's actually the fear of I might get sick or my wife might have has knee problems of what is going to happen, which is what is causing this trend, and that I believe it will be corrected because it's a bullshit trend. What you called it, fairy dust? Well, I said it would be. Our buyers come into Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport. There's this magic fairy dust that gets sprinkled over all their heads. Thou shalt not have steps in your house. <laughs> and, and, and I really hope you're right, by the way. I really well, hope that trend is going to I occur. mean, to me, uh, you know, there's things that help. He believes in it so much that he bought a two-story house because they're undervalued right now. Yes. Because so many people are looking for stairs. Right. I own three rentals. They're all two-stories because I believe they're underpriced. If you're talking in a 10-year period of time, yes. that there's several trends that are going on in the Phoenix area that right. I'm buying them up and renting them because you can get the same rent anyway. But that's yeah. a different story. Actually, it's all right. Yeah. Very smart of you. Well, there was we'll a, see. I, time on, will tell. On Friday, we had a presentation at the Arizona School of Real Estate and Business where they were talking about Phoenix growth trends. Yeah. And you know the Arizona Phoenix area is number one for uh, retirees, inbound retirees moving here out okay. of all the cities across the country. No, I guess that. No. The, in the U.S., so Phoenix, Arizona more has got more yeah. load, people load up that the, are retired that, that are, they are um, projecting I, that their knees aren't going to last as long as them owning that house. I know, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, I do get that. I get, I get the concern. Well, it's absolutely ridiculous. Too. You all own a gym membership, correct? Right? Like, but, yeah. but you know, you know, uh, often, frankly, a lot of the luxury homes. I mean, they do have elevators, you know. Yep. And most of them, a lot of them, anyway, the the master. Most of your living is on the main level, but they're. I think it's you know they they've talked to their friends in Chicago that live in Scottsdale and there's what I also figure with the fairy dust that goes hand in hand with it is that their friends now when you look in Scottsdale you don't you want one level make sure you only look at one level well to me it's something that's <laughs> built with steam because it started coming out I mean I made my hay as a buyer's agent in North in North Scottsdale mostly uh -huh. and. I think it has built over time to the point that now Zillow even has a thing, no steps, that the consumer has built it, but we've created our own enemy. It's just because there's more empty nesters that buy here. So therefore, there's more, what it is is it's actually created this, I mean, 
Demand pool? De- demand pool, yeah. That even is because it's because families don't care, but because they know to get most dollar, and speaking of supply and demand, we want the largest audience. And it has to look at I'm even creating more of a demand for one level, right? Like if you're yeah, watching right, now, right, 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 do not right. buy the yeah. <laughs> Leave it for me, I'll take it. All right, just sell it to me, I'll buy the it. The good buys have stairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, yeah. Yeah. I mean I I mean it's right, it's twelve steps, fourteen steps. Yeah, really? Like is it a disaster? It, but but the, the the buyer really for those I I think they're coming from the Northwest, they're coming from the Midwest. It is part of their expectation, you know, that that I mean, steps are okay. They have not, they missed the fairy dust. Well, yes. And they're also okay with carpet in the master bathroom. Okay. Yeah, I'm not okay. She's not from Iowa. She's not from Iowa. No no bathrooms with carpet. But here's the other other thing. I call it perfect buyer scenario. Sorry for another intimate term here. But what cures steps is beautiful, is updated, is current trend. Mm -hmm. They are okay with it. What it is to me, it's a, no steps is a secondary thing. It's the thing that they default to that they don't want when they don't want to say, I don't like your granite from 2005. I don't like the Baltic brown and I don't like the Collier cabinets and I hate your freaking flagstone on the floor, right? And they, but they don't want to say that, so they say <laughs> no steps. No steps, <laughs> because when it's got hardwood and it's got you know quartz countertops, do they care? Right. No, they don't. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. It is uh, something that can be. Uh, I compare selling homes to online dating, as you can tell. But it's uh, you know I don't know. I, mean? that, I don't know like, that she could like, tell that. I, I don't. I, I, <laughs> To me, there's st- nothing that you've st- said so far that she yeah. would be able to do you tell. Think, do you think you we compare. bonded? <laughs> yeah. I think that, well, to me, it's like smoking, right? It's like, okay, uh, I'm okay if you smoke as long as you make three million bucks or you look like Tom Cruise or you, oh, you sure. mean like, like I can get over it. It's something that I would really don't want, but if everything else is perfect, yeah, I'll, oh, I'll okay. be okay with it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. Sorry. So I, what, I gotta uh, tell you that I think I love our rising star episode. Oh, <laughs> right! Well, like this the is, series. This, been, uh, this well, is, well, we we got a rock star guest to start. Though. Oh, yes. you guys! Yeah, oh, you've been great. The stories have been awesome. Yeah. Actually, this yeah. has been really fun. Yeah, oh, Julie, well, you're coming. Well, we're, we're we're having you back. Yeah. I don't know okay. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about more stories and more of your. Um, what do you call them? The yeah, maybe like phrases. a luxury story. Oh yeah, oh, I like the yeah. little phrase. Well, she, it, well, she her you know scripts her scripts are different and they're way more polite than mine. Oh, well, I That's the same concept. Oh my gosh! You ever had a seller say to you when you tried to get them to take a price reduction? Yeah. I'm just negotiating with myself here. Yeah, yeah. What do you say to that? Oh well. <laughs> I, I said that's right you're just negotiating with yourself and that's the point there's no one here negotiating with you because we have no buyers looking at your house yeah no exactly. it's those it's those that i think that our listeners will get yeah a lot of a lot of yeah apl- applica- I'm application comments on facebook but either way no i think we'll that hear it later it died oh, we, we got yeah. we've got audio awesome. on now in conclusion, thank you, Julie, for coming and talking with no, us. We appreciate sorry it. we talked your ear off. Oh, Very God, nice. He looked just like Bob Arvel, but oh. when he was younger, when he was the younger. Bob Arvel. Well, he, yeah, dated, yeah. he dated. Oh, oh yeah. so you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Uh, uh, no, you guys have like 
similar nose, the same eyes. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Are we off? Let me just oh, sign this off. off? Thank, yeah, but yeah. Bob is oh. gonna appreciate that. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, Shanley, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys oh, on the next no. episode. Thank you for listening. Now more than ever, it is important to put the consumer first. Check us out on all major streaming platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Player FM, Google Play, and Stitcher. Information about one-on-one coaching or solution events, text 480-530-7972.